Robin, welcome back to Nothing Lasts Forever, a November Rain podcast. Um, we just had our, it's either our ninth or our 13th viewing. That's That remains to be seen. And Robin, you know, in our previous episode, we talked about cool versus smart. Are you smart enough to, to fake cool or are you just cool and that's that's natural like us we don't know i think that we like i think us, that maybe you're know. smart and i'm dumb and i think you're like sm- smart first and cool second and i'm cool first and then like smart i'll take f- that fifth or sixth there's a lot of things between uh, cool and smart with me but you think you said that you think axel is the smart one the rest of the band is cool yeah he found a bunch of cool guys he found a bunch of cool dudes because one of the things that we were talking about is they were all, they were heavy drug users. Yeah, all, and most wasn't. of them. Um, like heroin, lots of stuff. Like yeah. I was watching these video. I've been watching a lot again, a lot of interviews and weird stuff on YouTube of just uh, slash and Duff like wasted in front of press and like at the VMAs accepting awards, just so drunk. And mm-hmm. I can't also like think of other celebrities. In, I mean, obviously this happens, but that like public drunkenness mm-hmm. um, in that way, it was like very much like um, Bradley Cooper in uh, the movie and where he pieces Yeah, right? So, so, so it's like that. It's like a and, character of that, but that was exactly what Axel they were doing. And was a caricature but we of, were talking the, about of the partying rock does star. Does Axel but I don't do think a ton of drugs? I mean, I he does. He did. He did. I think he, he drank. did drugs. I think Axel did drugs recreationally. I don't think he ever had a drug problem, but I think that he was okay with the public thinking he did. Yeah, because so it was in part November of his rain, image. that's part of the narrative of and November part of the, And it's also There's, part of the narrative of the without out, you yeah. uh, story. But that's just like, yeah, rock star thing. But yeah, it starts out him taking pills, going to bed with like a half gallon of whatever. And then um, there's a really weird thing in the whole... And the whole video of November Rain of like the super staged on his grand piano is a joint and a, a red cigarette, ashtray, a red, a red ashtray, ashtray, and a margarita a that he never margarita. drinks. Yeah, I I think and it looks so pretty, staged and uncool. Pretty sure that Axl Rose was just a normal person. He was is not an addict. And he's able to use drugs and drink and and not abuse them. And I think the the rest of the band potentially was not like that. I mean, Izzy left the band to get Wait, sober. Izzy you know, left the band to get sober. Slash, they kicked out Steven Adler for being yeah wasted. So I think I read another story of Slash like barely like barely hanging on. They yeah, were so all I think Axel really, ran that. I think ruse. Duff. Duff. They were all drug addicts. Yeah. And Axel probably was the the catalyst for all of those members leaving because at the end of the day, he wasn't one of them. But okay, the other thing though about Axel is he was uh, William Bailey, but William Rose. His name is William Rose. Yeah, it's shocking. So I know I I didn't, was not expecting that, that he was actually named Rose. And the band started, it was called something rose and la guns hollywood rose so they merged two bands guns and roses Mm -hmm. um which i kind of like that i do too but because it makes it less lame or at least Uh, it makes it less lame you know guns and roses i don't think anyone has ever been like god what a fucking lame band name but if you if you think about it totally 
objectively to where you don't really know anything. Like if they were to come out today, we were like, what the what fucking posers? Yeah. You would yeah. think they were posers. But the fact that it was Hollywood Rose and he was. And he's actually Rose. William Rose and LA Guns. I don't really, I don't really need to know about the I history. I think that, that might be some stupid. guy named Billy. I think it literally might be a guy who goes by like Billy Guns. I'm serious. <laughs> so Billy Rose and Billy Guns met. <laughs> Wait, maybe not Billy, but you know what I mean. You got, you got, like you got so Bill stupid. Rose and Phil Guns. They form <laughs> LA Guns and Hollywood Rose and it and eventually it morphs into Guns and Roses. But LA Guns maintained through LA Guns stayed a band. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, but anyways, oh, the other thing too that I've learned is, but you also have to think about this. I was watching videos and it was like 86, 87, whatever. They all have tattoos of Guns and like the Guns and Roses logo that um, Stephen Adler has a tattoo of like a rose with a gun, like gun. Like Which they, is... Which I'll is a tattoo that I would get. Oh, and because we, in one of Axel's tattoos is just the full, the cover of Appetite. Yeah, with the full original lineup. So he so, has the permanent original lineup wait, on wait, wait, wait. tattooed on him. That tattoo includes pictures of the rest of the band. Well, kind of like their cartoon Axel like has figures. Tattoos of Slash. I don't think I realized that Axel has tattoos of Slash, Izzy, Duff, and who was the original drummer, Steve. Yeah, that is, that's, that's so, dedication. Yeah, but any, well, a, that same ex-boyfriend oh, no. that I had that was in the My Serpentine has a Guns N' Roses tattoo that says West Coast Strutton. <laughs> Woof. So, I mean, I might end up with uh, Guns N' Roses. I, I already have a is, rose tattoo, so maybe it's just like. over, we're both going to end up with Guns N' Roses tattoos. Yeah, maybe. I could see But that. anyways, oh, what I was going to say about William Rose is he was a bad boy, um, but he had to leave Lafayette because he got arrested too many times. But a bad boy in Lafayette, Indiana, is not necessarily a bad boy in, you know, 1985 it, He was a, a runaway youth. Um, and his, like, parents kicked him out because he was, like, too delinquent and had too many run-ins with the cops before he was, like, age 15. Mm-hmm. I think he ended up here at, like, 16, 17, right? Or something? I don't know. Um, that sounds right. But there is also a story, too, that he he was raped <gasps> by his, like, stepfather or something like that. Where'd you he read is, that? That's, like, part of, I don't know, like, that's part of his origin story. That so, he has, Robin pointed out something interesting earlier, is that all the members of Guns N' Roses have autobiographies except for Axel. I, I believe that is right. Be, I, I'm pretty sure you're right. I, I, mean, I think I, we would know, I know if Axel had I know you're at least right by, about Axel Rose not having an autobiography. Okay, then that's, then that's but true. But that is... That think, would be quite a story. I'm, I'm pretty, well, I know Slash does. I know Duff does. I know Steven does. And I'm sure I'm Izzy does. pretty let's sure just, Izzy does. Do. Yeah. yeah. Um, they all wrote biographies. So maybe it's possible that Axel never got there because of a history of abuse. Maybe it's and that's, coming. That's, or it's coming. I mean, who knows what he's been up to in quarantine. Yeah, maybe we, we it's coming. We know that Axel Rose currently lives in Malibu. We actually have gotten the address. But, so here's the thing, though, about it all. And I think we so can talk about this. So he's just living his best life in, on the beach in Malibu. I think we have a full episode. I know this is turning into the Axel Rose podcast, even though I really want to talk about Slash. I really want to talk about Izzy. I really want to talk about Duff. I want to talk about them all. But we have a full episode to... And to talk about another thing that came up is the Axl Rose versus Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. And someone pointed out that they're the perfect yin and yang. Absolutely. And I but think that, you but could, there was a bleed over between the two of them. 
Yeah. I mean, they were well, both they were both massively huge rock stars at the same time. Yeah, but they're they, just, they encountered each other at, at events. They um, Axl Rose made disparaging comments publicly about them, and vice versa, and vice versa. Uh, they they kind of have to exist together. They are one. Nirvana can't exist like they can't exist without each other. They and and Kurt and Axl are one of the same. They're like opposite yet the same. Yes, and they're both. And I think they both are smart. Well, I know they both are smart, obviously. But, and they're both cool, but they're like cool on different spectrum. They both just want to be cool. And then this just gets to the fact of this constant question, what would it be if Kurt was alive? So what would, who would Kurt be? That's the thing though, is I think we talked about this in one of the first episodes is bands like Nirvana were a death blow to bands like Guns N' Roses. Yeah. So Axel is going to obviously, by the time he made those comments about Kurt Cobain, Nirvana was already huge. So this was 94, 95. <laughs> Guns N' Roses was o- more or less over by then. Yeah. This is post-Years of Illusion. Any album that came out after that, we're talking the Spaghetti Incident. I mean, we can talk about Chinese we- Democracy. And they, I think there was a lot of resentment between, for Axl Rose, for not only Kirk Bay and just the grunge thing in general, because it was the end of the glam rock domination it's like of the rock star. Our rock favorite charts. movie, it is, you know... Last Action Hero? Or what's our favorite movie? <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. It's classic. <laughs> no, I'm blinking on his name. Right. The oh. uh, Who are we talking about? Uh, God damn it. What is Leonardo DiCaprio's name in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? My oh, favorite. Dang, I can't remember. Oh, God damn it. Um, but well, it's regardless, just old Hollywood. It's, it's where it's where eras change and, and something that's completely yeah. relevant it's becomes totally beginning. irrelevant almost overnight because the next big thing is always right around the corner. But, but it's in interesting, art, in too, general. because both Kurt was also abused and a runaway. Mm-hmm. Homeless youth. But they I have think very you similar probably origin hear stories. that story. These are for a lot of people, a lot of musicians. Think about the musicians you know personally. Are you know they are a troubled? They are a troubled bunch of people. A tortured artist. That's where the term comes from. Yeah, for sure. Um, but one thing that we haven't talked about. Well, God, there's so many things. Well, basically, we. I wonder if we should talk about this. This podcast started because Trump said, President Trump Mm -hmm. said that this was his favorite music video of all time. In the first episode, we talk about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. It was an investigation as to whether or not that was true. And we we asked each other the question, Robin, do you think Guns N' Roses, November Rain's Grace, uh, music video of all time, you know, having not seen it in two decades, she said, possibly having not seen it in maybe a decade or more. I said, I think it is. I, I actually agree with president Trump on this thing. Um, side note, we also found out recently that Donald Trump's favorite movie is blood sport. And he had people edit out all the dialogue to make a supercut of just the fight scenes. So I want you to imagine life in the white house where, where you're having, we have a president, who is forcing people to sit down and watch November Rain, which is something that Robin and I have done 10 times in the past uh, two weeks to several people. But not only doing that, he is having people edit movies to make them his own, like his perfect, his perfect movie. And, um, the guys, you know, all I can say is the guy's got good taste. (laughs) So, but since our initial start, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Hope Hicks came back into the news because... We got the Rona. They so gave Comrade him, Hope Hicks. Comrade Hope Hicks. Ended up being Who the, had to suffer through yeah. Trump 
playing her. And you know what she got out of it? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> but, okay, so here are my questions, though. Trump, is he, Tara, knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door? Whoa, is he on a night train? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and if... You know what? Do you think if, 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 pray... Fingers crossed there's a funeral. He would want November Rain played I, I, in it. You know it. what? I know you're joking, but I think it's very yeah, possible. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's very possible he play, that his November Rain is somewhere involved in his like last wishes or will. And and they're, they're also the irony of the fact that the election is in November. Yeah. Nothing lasts forever in the cold yes. November rain. Yes. This wow. guy is potentially dying of coronavirus he right be- now. Dead by November. If Donald Trump dies in the cold November rain, this podcast every this will be every, the biggest podcast in America. People, it will every every fucking second of it will be worth a million dollars. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't hearing like it's honestly the best thing that Not could happen that to us. We are in any way wishing that Donald Trump dies. We absolutely, I absolutely am. I 100 hope he dies. I'm. And but I don't know if we can say that. I guess we can't say it on Twitter because we'll get shadow banned from Twitter, but we can say it to each other right now on a podcast that I mean, the Secret Service might hear. Whatever. Hey, look, the Secret We're Service good. wants him to die too. We're off the grid. Yeah. Um, anyways, but I think that uh, I don't really have anything follow up to that. No. Um, but let's watch. I want to show you another video and then we'll watch November Rain and then we'll come back and okay. do something. All right.